Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hello again, everyone. We are back and we're here with a great story today. Kate, you want to tell everyone about it? Yeah, sure. So yeah, we talked to Ashley today and she, I was just saying to Kaylee, it it sounded a lot, the start of it sounded a lot like my experiences with my first two. So she had hospital births and they were medicated hospital births. And she kind of always wanted to try to do it naturally, but just felt like she wasn't quite prepared. So with mm-hmm. her third, she decided she was going to, um, or actually her husband was deployed most of her pregnancy. So oh, she wow. said, yeah, that on, you know, the free time that she did have, she <laughs> would just like immerse herself in, you know, stories and YouTube videos and all that stuff. So you can kind of hear what she did to prepare and, you know, things didn't quite work out how she wanted, but she did get her natural birth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't tell everyone what actually happened. Yeah. We'll we'll leave that uh, (laughs) surprise. But um, yeah, I mean, she was, uh, she was so fun to talk to and um, yeah, it was a really good story. I think we hear, I hear a lot of stories like that where it's like a lot of times with first time moms, you just kind of, you don't do any like research you just kind of like okay this is the ob i've been going to and then you have like a maybe an okay experience maybe not and you don't know any difference still with your second but you're like okay this is what i did with my first and then i feel like once you get to like three kids you feel more confident as a mom a lot of time you know like that's when we see a lot of moms being like you know what i can do this i can do this a different way if i want and it's never you know you could have had like seven hospital births with epidurals and it's you know there's always time if you say hey I'm gonna do something a little different I love hearing stories like that oh it's you know I know I like I totally can relate to this because like yeah I had two medicated hospital births and truly did not one bit of research with my first like nothing and wasn't (laughs) that much more prepared with my second but maybe slightly, um, I did, I did want to do it naturally. I just wasn't prepared enough. And mm-hmm. then with my third, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in. And I was like, I'm going to have a home birth because that way I know I won't be able to, it might as well just jump in, you know? So yeah, it, it was cool. Cause I, I felt like a lot of the things she said, I was like, Oh my gosh, like I can so relate to that. And so that's always cool when you hear someone's story and it sounds so much like yours, just mm-hmm. because there's so many different ways, you know, your birth can go. And right. it's so funny when you hear someone's story that reminds you of yours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a couple like, that, yeah. I, you know, obviously my stories are weird because I have like a 10 year age gap between my second and my third. And mm-hmm. when I hear those like big age gap things or people, you know, I'm like, yeah, oh, yes. it yeah. is cool though. It's really cool. Yeah. So speaking of babies, did you have your baby yet? <laughs> I did. I did not. I always went into like, I was doing January it's February now and um I said from the beginning uh, I said it to you too that I was prepared for a February baby I said that until January rolled around 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't want to wait till February now. And um, I just thought maybe this would be the time. Every time I'm like, this is going to be the time that I'm not like really late or late at all. Yeah. But turns out that wasn't it's not the case. So <laughs> I will end up having two August and two February babies. So yeah, that's true. That, that's a thing. Um, and you know, it's like I have these weird. I'm sure everyone who is like very pregnant or what has been very pregnant can relate. But you have these weird like hangups that you get about certain things. Like I remember with you when you were pregnant with Felix, you had this huge thing because Nelly was starting preschool mm-hmm. and you didn't want to have the baby too close to when Nelly was starting so you couldn't take her like you wanted to either have him like way before or a couple days after so you could you know like help with that transition and it's so hard when you have these like weird things in your head mm-hmm. and you have no control you yeah. know what I mean it is like, it is that's so hard because like once that date passes you're like oh my gosh like now what's mm-hmm. gonna happen and it, it's hard when you have other kids and you have you know lives yeah things and it's so out of your control especially when your mom's like us who like to you know very much be in control of everything at all times mm-hmm. well it's, it's just it is hard like the like I think about little things like Jude has a job now and um he works at a dairy farm and his shift on Thursdays starts at 6 a.m. So it's not really easy to like, call, like our uncle lives thankfully pretty close to us. So on, on other occasions when I'm like, hey, can you pick him up or hey, can you drop him off in the afternoon? But like, I can't call him at like five in the morning and be like, hey, can you? And I know he could call out, but like, just like, I think of, this is like my, my mind. You know what I mean? Like, no, I totally understand. Like these weird things that like, kind of feel like they're holding you back from just being like all right I just like it is what it is yeah I'll have it the... somehow always works out anyway so it does it, it does has to, you know so. I know and I I had a very big hang up because the boys are usually on Saturday night they spend with their dad my ex-husband and I really do not want to have the baby when they're not here yeah. because I want someone here for Hilda and I also want them to be here to meet the baby. Yeah. They actually will be here this weekend. So that feels like it's taken a big, like, <clears throat> off of me, you know. Yeah, definitely. But, definitely. But there's still other things that come up that I'm like, well, <laughs> I go <laughs> grocery shopping on Friday. I go grocery shopping on Fridays. So we can't do it on Friday. Like Thursday <laughs> would work, Saturday would work, but not Friday. But Thursday would have to be after 10 because I'd have to pick Jude up. So it's like. <laughs> So stupid. It doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it doesn't. But here I am, like, I've been trying to, like, pencil this in my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, like what would be the best time for me to schedule this birth? Like, that is not how it works. Like, that's <laughs> not how it works. Not with but, home births. No, no, no. It's just so. But it, it's just, like, a lesson in, like, every time. I think it's a good lesson before you have the baby to remember that no you're not in control especially when you have a newborn and a toddler a toddler you know like you're out of control with these sorts of things for many years you're still in the toddlerhood phase and you know it's like you could pretend you're in control of everything that goes on but you're not (laughs) 
<laughs> not. Yeah. You know? not. <laughs> and I'm very much not either with I my just, own. Like, do what I can to like even get him dressed in the morning. You know, however it happens, it's it's a success. Yes, and that's kind of like the attitude I'm trying now. Like today was, I just got to be good with whatever. Yeah. If anyone has any encouraging words, <laughs> Kaylee's what three days overdue. Three days past. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I haven't really like I haven't done anything. Like I'm not doing like I don't know, like whatever you do to encourage labor to start because I kind of feel like it doesn't like it's not gonna it's my midwife yeah, my midwife was like, Yeah, you could, but like it's just sometimes that you just end up with like kind of pointless contractions that keep you up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. I'm kind of like trying to prioritize like resting at night and sleeping. So yeah, no, that's smart. Get as much rest while you can, you know. Well, the baby will be coming soon, so we can keep everyone updated on that. Yeah, I'm excited to hopefully share my story. Yeah, sometime. I mean by next week, most likely the baby will be. <laughs> <laughs> I still have this onesie that I bought for Jude. It was due February 7th for Valentine's Day. He was born February 18th and he never got to wear the Valentine's Day onesie. And I kept it just because I had the mental breakdown over this onesie and I still have it. And I found it when I was washing baby clothes the other day. And I was like, this will be the baby that oh wears the Valentine's Finally, you have a baby. <laughs> I, I bought it at Target's dollar spot when they had a dollar spot. And you saved it. 15 years ago. Yes, 15 years ago. Yes, I still have it. So, oh my gosh, here we are. That would be a really cute onesie. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not even cute. And it has like really bad, like plastic snaps. Like it's a dollar onesie from 15 years ago. So, this has been an investment that I'm waiting to get my return on. Yeah. This has been the time that $1 investment 15 years later. I'm seeing my returns. <laughs> Imagine this baby gets was born on like February 15th or something. They're like, ah. Oh my but, gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no. You're gonna have to no. save it for your kids' kids. Like, <laughs> someone fam- <laughs> family heirloom for someone <laughs> out of the seven children that we have, someone will have a baby around Valentine's Day and they will wear yes. this onesie. They bet. <laughs> or else it's gonna keep getting passed down it's like the generational onesie (laughs) oh man never been born just like you (laughs) oh my gosh it's so funny okay well back to this episode let's chat with ashley and yeah everyone enjoy the episode yep Welcome, Ashley. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so excited. Um, Well, I'm so excited. It's just me today. I'm so used to saying we. (laughs) (laughs) But why don't you start by telling everyone a little bit about you and your family? All right. Um, My name's Ashley. Obviously, I have three beautiful children, a boy who is five, a girl who just turned four, and my daughter who... (laughs) We're going to talk about her birth is um, 18 months. And then my husband is a dentist in the Navy. So. Oh, cool. So when did you guys decide to start your family and how was your journey to getting pregnant? Uh, he was about halfway through dental school um, and 
we've been married for like a couple years and I was, you know, I just was really excited to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So, um, we started trying and I got pregnant the first month, like right oh, away. Wow. <laughs> that was exciting though. Um, and that was all, it was a very easy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Super, no morning sickness. No, Oh wow. nothing. Like it was amazing. It was an amazing pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, so why don't you tell everyone about your first two births, how they went? Um, I know you had hospital births with your first two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, why don't you kind of just tell a little bit about that and how that process went and what you liked and didn't like about it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, my first pregnancy was super easy. Like, honestly, I hardly knew I was pregnant, except my boobs hurt. It was <laughs> so um, I went into that that birth, um, wanting a natural birth because my mom had had her third, my sister naturally. And my mother-in-law, my husband's mother had had all three of her naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I wasn't super adverse to an epidural, but I was like, you know, I want to try to do this naturally. Like people do it all the time. It'd be really cool. But I did no, no prep, no money, <laughs> nothing. I was just like, Oh, people do it all the time. It can't be that bad. Um, so then I went into labor and they ended up breaking my water for me to uh, kind of speed it up. They asked, they did ask me and I consented, mm-hmm. which is a bad idea looking back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was not, after my water broke, I was not prepared for how quickly I was dilating and just how intense it was at all. Right. So yeah. I um, did ask for an epidural, which I mean, the epidural was amazing. <laughs> it <was, laughs> yeah. didn't make all the pain go away. Um, and the birth itself was, was fine. Um, but you know, I was a little, a little sad, but I was like, you know, that's okay. Like, um, so then I had my, I got pregnant with my second daughter. Same thing. The pregnancy was super, super easy. It was no morning sickness, no nothing, same thing. Um, but that time I was a little, I was still a little emotionally scarred. It was only a year and a half later from Mm -hmm. how intense that first birth was. So I just went into it thinking I'm getting an epidural. I was just too yeah. afraid. So I, I got in, at, I think at like three and a half centimeters, um, I was progressing nicely, but then I got the epidural and it did slow me down considerably. So then they had to start Pitocin, mm. which I mean, I, I wasn't super educated on natural birth at that point, but I knew enough to know that was a little concerning, um, right. but they were having to start some interventions. Thankfully they, they started me at like a two on the Pitocin and it kicked my body into gear and then she was born a few hours later. Same, same thing, super easy birth. Um, but I will say with that birth, they must have used different tape for the epidural because I was very allergic to it. Oh no. Like for a full five to six days after her birth, I had the worst rash on my back that I've ever, oh it was the perfect shape of a square. Oh, um, so exactly where the tape was. And it was so painful and so itchy and it's hard to sleep you know, along with having an 18 month old in the new Yeah. Birth. Yeah, exactly. And I just remember thinking with that rash, I was like, I would much rather be in pain, whatever pain it is for a couple hours than be, you know, yeah. and not being able to sleep for a week with this stupid rash from this stupid tape. Yeah. It, like what a dumb thing to happen when you're like trying to care for an, an <laughs> newborn. It was terrible. Um, so that was not fun. And, and I did have some like bladder, a little bit of bladder problems after her, not, not terrible, mm-hmm. but you know, I remember I couldn't, it was really hard to go pee for like days and days and days after. So there, with her, it was just, it wasn't quite as smooth as sailing with the epidural. Right. Yeah. I remember thinking, maybe I won't, maybe I really won't do this next time. 
So yeah, they weren't they weren't terrible, but they weren't great. It it just was yeah. No, I yeah, I totally can relate to that because with my first two I mean, that, those epidurals are amazing. I have to say when you're, when you're like hurting and in pain yeah. and then you're like, Oh, I can actually rest. And so <laughs> there's nothing wrong with them. It's just like these little things that, you know, can affect, it doesn't seem like there's anything wrong with them in the mid, in the moment I would say. And then afterwards you think back like, Oh, see, if I didn't get the epidural, I wouldn't have had this and this and this. Exactly. So it kind of like snowballs. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I had that giant spot on my back that hurt yeah. for like a month, like oh, after geez. I couldn't, yeah. There, so there's little things after mm-hmm. the crop up. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally understand that. So, so you knew after that, like, if you were going to have another baby, you were going to have a natural birth. So when you did get pregnant again, what did you do to prepare this time? So, yeah, I got pregnant. I think it was in like September. My husband deployed for about seven months, um, about a month after I was, or I guess two months after I got pregnant with her. So he was gone mm-hmm. for almost the entirety of her birth oh Gosh, on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> so I could only email him. Um, oh my gosh. We talk on the phone. It was it was crazy. Um, but since he was gone, it gave me a lot of time after the kids, my older two, who were, I think two and three at the time when they went to sleep, I would every night I was so into, I got really into it. I would just go upstairs and just research birth stuff. So Mm -hmm. I think the first thing I mostly did was I watched a ton of, um, birth videos, like natural birth videos on Mm -hmm. YouTube, just to see what a, a natural birth entails and I, I know some that some people it's hard to watch like natural birth videos but I love watching them there's mm-hmm. so thing mm-hmm. and I think after seeing you know especially after seeing the women after they give birth and how empowered and like amazing they feel um that was just so magical yeah. so I love watching the videos I, I read a lot of birth stories as well um and I listened to a lot of podcasts mostly yours honestly <laughs> because I love all the other podcasts but um you have to sift through and find the natural births and there's nothing Mm -hmm. listening to a birth story that isn't a natural birth but Mm -hmm. if I'm trying to have a natural birth I want to hear the natural birth stories exactly yeah Um, so I yeah listen to a lot of podcasts um and every single one you just hear that feeling of empowerment after the baby's born and just how amazing you you feel I mean obviously you just had a baby you're gonna feel good but Mm -hmm. that extra sense that you feel from accomplishing yeah birth yeah, definitely. I did read um, two books. I read, of course, as everyone says, Ina May's um, mm-hmm. Ina May's Guide to Childbirth, which that that's such an amazing book. Oh my I'm, gosh, it really is. <laughs> yeah, it really flips it just to thinking about how it's your body is made to do this. Your your body is made to give birth. Like it's mm-hmm. it can do it. There's no need for medical intervention. I mean, a lot of times it can be very helpful, it can save you and the baby. But as far as pain goes, you are built for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also read, which I really liked this one a lot, um, Natural Hospital Birth by Cynthia Gabriel, because at the beginning of my pregnancy, I knew 100% I wanted a natural birth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I thought at that point, I was still having it at the hospital. Um, mm-hmm. I eventually switched to a birth center within a hospital. Um, okay. But that's still kind of a hospital setting, even though it's like a birth center, it's still yeah. a hospital birth center. So I just wanted to be well-versed on how to deal with wanting natural birth in a hospital. And this book was awesome. It went through all the natural birth stuff, but um, 
with a mind that you're going to be in a hospital with OBs and all the things that come with that. Um, I, yeah, I highly recommend that book to anybody who wants a natural birth, but knows they're going to be at a hospital for whatever reason. So yeah, that book was amazing. And the last thing I did was I downloaded the, downloaded the gentle birth app for like some hypnobirth mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I listened to that like most nights too. Yeah, to that, that is really helpful to just kind of get mm-hmm. you in the zone and just relax, really. It really helps. I mean, even if you're yeah. not like going to have a baby, it would help me fall asleep. It was just I know. <laughs> so exactly. was really, oh, and I did have a lot of um, birth affirmations written down. Like, oh, yeah. I would just kind of look through those. Those were really helpful. Yeah. And definitely. they were really helpful when I was um, in labor. So. Yeah, I was going to say, did you plan on like bringing them with you? Yes. Yeah. 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 So that way I could read them to myself. Yeah. Uh, same with the app. But yeah, the birth affirmations were pretty. I mean, I didn't actually read them because my labor was too quick. Was yeah. quick. But I mean, I did think of them. And a lot of the vis- visualizations that I learned in the, um, in the app, I did a lot of those it too. Helpful. So it did help. Yeah, it was very helpful. So how did your pregnancy go this time? And then how were you feeling as you approached your due date? Um, this time was pretty similar. I did have like about two weeks at the beginning where I felt mildly nauseated. Oh but my gosh, you're so lucky. <laughs> I know. Everyone always says they're like, you have the easiest pregnancy that I, I really do. I have the <sighs> easiest pregnancies. Oh like, my gosh, I would just want to keep getting pregnant. That's the I, problem. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I like being pregnant and I like yeah. giving birth, but I'm yeah. I told my husband, but I don't want another kid. No, I I feel the exact same way. I'm like so sad that I'm not going to be able to give birth again. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I want any more toddlers. Sorry. Right. A, I want the baby that comes along. Yes. A baby and then like a, like seven, eight, nine, ten year old. I like them. Too. Yeah. So anyway, so that yeah. was nice. I, my sister-in-law actually who lived down the street from me, my, uh, her husband's also in the Navy my basically my husband's brother and they were deployed on the ship at the same time oh my gosh uh-huh. so she was pregnant with her first when I was pregnant with my third and they were both deployed that's um, so nice for you guys it was really nice and we were literally two minutes apart in the same <sighs> wow <laughs> yeah um so she was actually pregnant with twins um uh, and mm-hmm. she was so 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 sick so oh, I no. bad just sitting here like <laughs> I feel great <laughs> um, but I did hire a doula because I wasn't, sh- I, my husband was supposed to be back, but with deployments like that, they can easily get pushed mm-hmm. out and they can stay longer. So, um, and I did not know I wanted a natural birth and I knew how important um, a doula can be to helping yeah. achieve that. So I hired a doula and she was also, she's also a Navy wife. Um, so that was cool. She kind of knew what I was going through and um, in multiple fronts, you know, mm-hmm. Um, so she was awesome. She came to the house, I think like three times before, um, the birth and yeah, we went through my birth plan and just things that she was going to do to help. And then, um, yeah, she was wonderful. I loved having a doula. Like I yeah. would definitely recommend it to anyone. Yeah. I feel like everyone who has had one has said that, <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't even think that it was like necessary when I had my third, but now hearing everyone who says like how amazing they are, I'm like, oh man, I wish I had a doula. <laughs> the funny thing is she actually didn't make it to the birth and I don't oh. think, oh. <laughs> yeah. but I still, even with all that, I'm glad that I hired her. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because she was so monumental in the amount of support that I had before. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say too, um, my oldest son, who's five now, he was diagnosed with autism while my husband was deployed. Mm-hmm. So that was very stressful. It just, you know, it's hard. Uh, yeah. To 
go through that, like finding therapies and all that kind of stuff, especially by myself. Oh my well, gosh. My husband's gone. Um, and she, that doula, two of her kids um, are on the spectrum too. So mm-hmm. along with being a Navy wife um, and my doula, <clears throat> she was, you know, there for me as far as that goes. And she knew she was so much helpful information for that. So it was just, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it was, it was really nice, especially with my husband being gone just to have yeah. some from her an so. extra support yeah who really understands what's going on <laughs> so did you make it to your due date and obviously your husband did come back he in did. time thank goodness yes. so uh let's see uh, he got back about three weeks before my due date so he got back on time I was oh, they awesome. would get, like, a lot of times they'll get pushed back like a week two weeks three weeks and so I was like if he gets back push back even two weeks then she's a little early he'll miss it so yeah. he did get back on time thank goodness um Gosh. my brother-in-law did miss the birth of his twins so oh, sad. No. <laughs> they were born um two months before my daughter but he was oh, there okay. on uh facetime at least um <laughs> but yeah he did make it back so he got back and then we had like we went away for a night just us the two of us which was nice my in-laws watched the kids and then mm-hmm. We had a coming home party slash birthday party for my son and my husband, I think on a Saturday. Um, and then I went into labor like two days later. I think, I feel like, my <laughs> was like okay, everything's, he's back. We've yeah, done all the parties. We did the party. <laughs> and now I'm just like relaxed and happy. And I was, I remember thinking like, okay, she can come now. And this was like two weeks before, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, I was like, I don't think she actually will. Cause my other two were born right around the due date. Like, okay pretty much right around so I wasn't expecting <laughs> to be that early um but it was she was born yeah 38 weeks to uh one day so almost okay. exactly two weeks away. um so yeah yeah that's, that's not that's make not expected <laughs> no and I am so glad my husband got home on time because he I think he got back like six days before she was born so oh, yeah did. because because you're like oh I, I still have time I mean my, my yeah. kids weren't born you know you I always like think it's time. gonna go um how uh, my first two were both a week early so I was like well obviously I'm gonna be, be a week early but no <laughs> he came five days late oh that's so <laughs> much like, worse that's oh it was so, so hard <laughs> those five days I mean really like those last two weeks I was like any day, any day now. But yeah, that's, um, that you always think it's going to go the same. And then my, yeah. I remember my midwife saying like, with third babies, you have no idea. <laughs> like there's no rhyme or reason. My midwife yeah. said the same thing and I should have listened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you were ready. So it sounds like you were ready to go. I was very so, ready. Yeah. Like, did you, I guess you didn't do anything naturally to get the labor started. You were, were you doing anything every day? Like, like walking or I know no. there's like, that's the squats thing. <laughs> I, were... I was on my birth ball a lot just because it felt okay. nice because yeah. I, I did have, um, with this pregnancy, I did have a little bit of like, you know, like back pain. I mean, nothing, yeah. major, but just, it, it felt nice to sit on the birth ball. Um, so mm-hmm. I was doing that a lot, but otherwise no, like, because yeah. it, it didn't feel like I was close enough to my due date to do right. anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you know, I just, yeah, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't there yet mentally. And since I had read so many birth books and so many birth stories and, and all this stuff, all of it was saying like, don't rush it. Just take your time. Like baby yeah. will come when baby's ready. So I wasn't as much in the mindset of like, I'm ready now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she needs to come so mm-hmm. in the zone to just let her come when she wanted to come. When she was ready. Yeah. So when did contraction start? So I woke up in the morning um and I had a tiny bit of pink discharge in my underwear this is like mm-hmm. 30 
um, which I had never had anything like that the whole pregnancy. I mean, my first two pregnancies, I did lose my mucus plug, but that was like a week before they were born. So I assumed something similar. I was like, oh, okay, this is something. So I, I texted my doula saying, hey, I had something discharge, but no contractions or anything, just giving you a heads up. Like, okay, like, you know, maybe take a bath later. Just maybe get your birth bag ready. Something's happening, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, And then I think I had my first contraction like an hour later. Um, it was a decent one, but I just assumed it was Braxton Hicks because I didn't have another one for like another hour. So basically the whole day leading up to her birth, I would have a contraction like every hour or two. And some of them were like mildly intense. Like I would have to kind of stop for just a minute, but they were so sporadic, like literally every hour, every two hours. Like, so I was like, oh, okay, Braxton Hicks, you know, something's happening, but not remotely regular. And I'm also mm-hmm. too I'm, so it's two weeks till her due date. So I didn't really think yeah. that. Um, I, I did tell my doula, you know, I texted her. Um, I'm having random contractions every every hour to two hours. Um, and so she said, maybe today's a good day for curb walking, which is where you walk one foot on the curb and one foot off, kind of like, you know, up and down. <laughs> at around two, I was like, oh, that's, that's a fun idea. And my son was at therapy with his therapist at the house. And so I took my daughter um, on a walk around the block. And I do remember I had one or two around the block, one curb walking that were like, I was holding her and I had to stop and put her down. <laughs> uh, but like I said, I think I had two in like a 45 minute walk. So I'm like, okay, I guess it's just Braxton Hicks. So I got home, my husband came home. Um, we said goodbye to my son's therapist at five and I started making dinner like shortly after that. Um, and same thing, I mean, th- I think I had had like I don't think I'd had any since the walk at like three, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, just back some Hicks. Um, and at five ten, all of a sudden I got one more of those like semi, you know, decent ones. And I was like, okay, here's another one. But three minutes later, another one. Oh my gosh. Four minutes later, another one. Three minutes later, another one. I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that happened quick. Like <laughs> yeah, It just went from like every two hours to like yeah. three to four minutes apart. Oh my gosh. But, you know, and I know now this is my third kid, so this doesn't apply as much. Yeah. I just read so much, you know, stay home as long as possible if you want a natural birth, because the second you get there, they're going to ask if you want drugs and do right. prodding and poking that slows down the process. So I, you know, in my head, I was like, well, this, I mean, it just started like five minutes ago. I'm not going to be rushing to the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. just started. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm going to finish dinner and then I'll go take a shower and then we'll see where we're at. So I, I think I finished dinner at like 5.35. And at this point, my husband was like, are you okay? Because I was leaning over the counter, every contraction and taking deep breaths. But I was like, no, I'm fine. It just started. It's fine. I'll finish dinner. <laughs> so almost I don't like know how you finished that. I, yeah, because I think at this point, I was probably six to seven centimeters, but I didn't oh my gosh. know this. So I finished our spaghetti. I sat down with the family. Um, I remember eating standing up because... It yeah. was, um, and my husband kept saying, are you sure you're okay? And I was, I was kind of trying to convince myself that this can't be yeah. quick you, already. You were totally like, in denial. Like, yes, I, was and, like, I mean, I don't, that, uh, that's understandable because all day to go from like just a random contraction to like, <laughs> so timeable, like that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> it's cra- It's crazy. And my first two births took, I think. 16 hours and 12 hours but now I do know I'm pretty sure that was because the epidurals yeah. massively slowed down my progress mm-hmm. I know it did for my second I'm sure it did for my first well I went for my first I went from a three to an eight in two hours 
Oh, wow. But once I got the epidural, it took another like oh, okay. seven. And so now I know, I think my body just does have natural yeah. labors, but I just mm-hmm. didn't know that because of the epidurals. So yes, yeah, we, had, exactly. we ate dinner. I remember I had a few bites and I had a, a few minutes after having a few bites, I had a very intense contraction that was longer because the ones that I had been having were about 20 seconds. They weren't, they were every three to four minutes, but they were short. Mm-hmm. This one lasted about a minute. And that's when I was like, okay, maybe I do need to go upstairs right now and shower. That's when mm-hmm. I was starting to think this, this might be real. The, the real <laughs> down, yeah. I so I, I walked upstairs to go take a shower. My husband, um, like cleaned up the dishes and he put a movie on for the kids. Um, and I remember I texted, I got upstairs and it's so funny now reading my text messages because I had been texting my doula just throughout the day, these long winded texting responses. And I was all happy and perky. And <laughs> And then I text her like at dinner time saying contractions are starting 30 seconds or uh, 30 seconds, three minutes apart, going to finish dinner. Like they're so terse, <laughs> um, compared to the earlier text messages. <laughs> I, was, I was reading that today. It was, it was funny looking back. Um, so I go sure. and I text her like getting hot, hopping in shower. Can you <laughs> And it's so funny. It's so easy now to tell how how much farther I was than I really yeah exactly so she said I'm I'm coming now um she was about a 30 minute drive away which I knew that's why I I thought I was earlier along so Mm -hmm. I thought I was texting her on the early side Uh, (laughs) so I hop in the shower she called me twice but I missed the call because I was at this point I was um I had this nice bar at the front of the shower so I was holding that leaning forward while the water fell on my back and it was amazing oh my gosh I recommend the shower yes <laughs> oh I love I love being in the shower yeah. laboring oh my gosh <laughs> I think I was only in there for like five six minutes but it was I think I had like three or four contractions in the wow. shower so oh at that gosh. point how two. did you even get out at that point <laughs> it, it is I don't know <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't even remember that denial <laughs> so my husband runs upstairs he's running around like a crazy person oh and my doula finally called him because I wasn't answering and she she wanted to hear me on the phone and oh. um she told me later, she's like, I heard the noises you were making on the phone and I knew that you probably wouldn't make it to the hospital, but I don't think she wanted to freak me out. Oh my gosh. Were you far from the hospital? Yeah, we were 35 minutes because oh, this, no. there was a closer one, but I wanted to go to this one because it uh-huh. had a center and I did not want to yeah. be offered drugs. Right, <laughs> so right. I wanted to go to this one. Um, So she did tell me, um, sounds like you're close. She was trying to be calm, but- yeah. He's like, get on hands and knees. I don't want gravity helping anything along. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so, scary. I was like, the, yeah, <laughs> I was making the low guttural, you know, and mm-hmm. I wasn't screaming. I, you know, I was visualizing. I, I my main visual, visualization that I remember using the most was um, you imagine like a flower down there, like a rose, mm-hmm. like opening, mm-hmm. um, like an opening flower, like for yeah. your, and it, that really helped. Yeah. And so, and, and the main takeaway that I got from all my prep, which was so helpful was, um, when it contraction starts, just relax every muscle in your body, just mm-hmm. totally relax. Because with my first two, especially my first with no prep, I was just lay. I had, you know, I had, I hadn't had the epidural yet and I got to an eight centimeters before the epidural. So I got pretty close. Yeah. Um, every contraction that would come, I would just lay on my back, tense up my whole body. Yeah. Just lay there. And that was the worst looking back after having a natural birth that is the worst possible thing you could do uh-huh. yeah it really is so anyway. but when you don't know what you're doing I mean <laughs> no, exactly and nobody nobody yeah. was helping me because no the hospital 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this time around, you know, I did all the things I relaxed through the contractions. I visualized, you know, I, I knew I visualized a wave as well that you're coming up and then coming down. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think that honestly, I was so much more, even though it was quick and a little scary. I mean, I think I don't, I'd only been in labor for 30 to 40 minutes at this point. Um, it was, I was so much more relaxed and calm about it mm-hmm. that it, I think it helps speed it up. <laughs> I really do. Uh, yeah. And what you were doing is actually help get like getting it moving along instead yes. of what you wanted to do at that time, which was <laughs> just like clench every, every muscle. Yeah. And I, that was a big takeaway from Ina's book is, you know, clenching is not going to open you up. It's going to do the opposite. Right. Exactly. Do the opposite. You know, this yeah. is, this is, how, this is what your body's supposed to do. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. This mm-hmm. pain is for a purpose. That was another Mantra. Oh yeah, that is a good one. That really uh-huh. is a good one. Yeah, like this pain is is to do is to open you is to bring forth your baby. So mm-hmm. yeah, I had a few contractions on the bed. My husband's running around like a crazy person, getting our suitcase. Our kids are downstairs watching Toy Story. I can hear it. Um, so he he. I think at some point earlier, maybe after dinner, he had texted my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Um, can you guys come over now? Like Ashley's in labor. Or can you come over like soon? Ashley's in labor and so you can watch our kids and they were like yeah okay so after the doula got off the phone and was like get on all fours it's going quick he texted his brother-in-law back and was like can you come now like right now <laughs> um so they headed over um he ran downstairs to get all the stuff in the car he ran b- back upstairs and was like what are you doing like we need to get in the car he was a little bit freaking out at this point <laughs> um and so I finished the contraction that I was having on the bed I ran down the stairs by myself oh my gosh <laughs> crazy now <laughs> I, was, I, I mean I was at like nine ten centimeters when I was running down my stairs oh my gosh um and I made it to the couch right by the front door and I started to have another contraction so I leaned over the the back of the couch to to hold on d- through the contraction because that was the feeling that felt best to me is to kind of like stand up and lean forward mm-hmm. over something and at the he was standing on the front porch like waiting for me to finish that contraction and at the end of that contraction, it was wild. I, I felt the um, fetal ejection reflex. Like I started pushing, like, but I wasn't pushing. It was just, it was oh happening. Oh my gosh. Is that, did your water break too? Um, it hadn't broken yet. Okay. Okay. About to break. And so okay. I remember I said to my husband, I, I'm pushing. I, I, I'm pushing. I can't <laughs> walk to the car. And he was like, don't push. And I was like, I, I can't. Not push. <laughs> like, it's just doing it. And so he called my doula because he didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And he, uh, she immediately said, do not get in the car. You're not going to make it. If she's pushed, call 911. So he immediately called 911. And as he's on the phone with 911, my water breaks everywhere all over the carpet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, my sister-in-law runs up the front steps because she can tell he's on the phone and something's like going on mm-hmm. so instead of walking in with her husband and her twins who are two months old she just runs up the steps because she's like something is weird so John's kind of like waving at her frantically he's a little stressed um she doesn't really know what that means but she runs inside and sees me like pushing on the leaning over the couch so she rips off my I had put on like a one of those depends diapers luckily mm-hmm. so caught a lot of the water which is great. oh good um and she sees my baby crowning oh my god <laughs> like she is yeah like very much crying. so and oh my gosh like I see your baby so I reached down um and I this is after like I think maybe two pushes because mm-hmm. she came in after the second big contraction like that 
and I felt her head. So that was so wild, like to be in my house with nobody there except my husband and my sister-in-law and my kids who are (laughs) right over there. Um, and feeling my baby's head. So at this point, I oh knew gosh. obviously I am not making it to the hospital. No. <laughs> um, so my husband got off the phone, off 911, and they were like trying to ask him all these questions, and he was like, figure it out. So he runs in the house. Um, and my, I had like another big contraction. Um, and I think at that point, her head popped out. Oh my um, and at that point, my brother in law walks up the steps with the twins. Um, <laughs> in their kids and my kids have run into the room because I'm not being I'm not screaming bloody murder but it's definitely but those they knew some there was literal, like chaos yeah, happening so my son was pretty he thought it was cool he was like amazed by it my daughter was a little she was definitely a little, a little scared but my brother-in-law woke, walked up at the correct time because he scooped her up and kind of took her in the next room <laughs> um, but I think so I pushed her head out um, and I, the one thing I was concerned about is I was standing Mm-hmm. but at this point there was no way I was moving her head was out of my body yeah <laughs> so I just my husband and my sister-in-law both had their hands there and they were so comforting they're like we're not gonna drop her you've got this like they're they're so slippery I'd be scared that's too. what I was <laughs> they're so slippery and they don't they've never caught a baby before like yeah um so I think I gave one more push and her body was out and then during the same contraction one more push and she came flying out so they they both caught her. Um, oh. It was so amazing. Um, that is they, so cool. And and I mean, it was and it was very very intense. Oh uh, yeah, I'm but sure. This sounds really weird, but I, since I had two epidurals before, feeling I could literally feel her coming out. It was amazing. That sounds I'm weird. Sh- no, crazy. I'm sure. I crazy. I, I, not not you know you you think like you have it all figured out because you're like I've done this before, but you know, every birth is different and doing it naturally, like it's, it's a completely different experience. It's, it's a so completely different. different experience. But I would recommend it to anyone having yeah. done both now. I much prefer the natural birth. Like that, that feeling of empowerment was like, especially because I was at home and I basically did it on the was like tenfold. It was so amazing. And she was perfect, which is great. Um, like she was fine. I did. I do remember because I turned around and sat on the couch. I do remember thinking, "Well, this couch is ruined." <laughs> yeah, got to get a new couch now. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was. It was a lot. Perfect. <laughs> my, my couch. Um, oh, no. <laughs> but it was fine. It was worth it. Um, my yeah, my daughter was perfect. The the paramedics showed up. I think three minutes after she was born. So I went. In, I started my like consistent contractions at five ten, uh-huh. and she was born at six eighteen. Oh my so, gosh! Wow. Like, start to finish hour and eight minutes it was wow so I have to ask like how was your husband at this point when the baby came like was he still like freaking out or was he he was okay he wasn't super freaking out the whole time but I could tell he was like he was just anxious to get going to the hospital. he felt like he I saw you like yes like, progressing so quickly that he was like okay we gotta get this show yeah it was more like ur- a sense of urgency to get to the right. hospital yes um <laughs> and I was I mean, I did feel it too, not as much as him, I guess, because I, you know, you kind of go into that la la labor land. Oh yeah. You were in the zone. Like, oh yeah. You, I was you probably knew nothing that was even happening. Like I yeah. know. Yeah. Especially when you're like in transition, like there, there's nothing else happening in the world except for, for that. that. <laughs> yes. It, so I think when I got in the shower, that's when I hit transition because that's when I started feeling hot. That's when I started 
you know, be more terse in my texting that that was definitely, I know now that was definitely transition, but at the time I thought I was like, just starting labor. <laughs> uh, so, so he, he was once, I think once he knew the baby was coming at the house, he, he really like did kick it into gear and he was so calm and amazing. Oh, <laughs> all of me, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law and my husband were all, you know, after she was born, all of us just were so sh- like shocked. We we're like, did that really just happen? Like, was she just born in the living room? <laughs> Um, they were probably was, like so like felt so lucky to get to experience that with you like how oh cool yeah that? definitely I think my brother-in-law got a, little, got a little more than he bargained for but it was, it was cool <laughs> because he did miss his wife yeah and so I got to my, see yours yes <laughs> and my my um my sister-in-law she had to have um a c-section because she had a really rare case where she literally has two uteruses and there was a baby in each uterus oh crazy. okay um, so she couldn't, and like, wasn't her cervix wasn't like connected. It was, it was a crazy, like, like a very rare medical case. Uh-huh. So, um, she had to have a C-section, which is great that, that she had that option available to her. Yes. Such a rare case, but she was a little sad that she, um, didn't get to have a natural birth. Mm-hmm. So she did say after she was like, well, I didn't get my natural birth, but I got as close as I possibly could to a natural birth. So, so true. <laughs> she was she was happy that she got to help, which is really cool. Um, oh, that is a, that's a crazy that's a crazy story. But like, how easy it went. I mean, oh, that's like that's what you want for you know an accidental home birth is <laughs> right. It was all great. It was baby was healthy. It was fast. Like I, wow. I remember thinking, well, if I I'm glad that my natural birth wasn't like a you know twenty four hour slog. You know, <laughs> was, yeah. Mine was, mine was um like 17 hours so oh, yeah that's what I had been mentally <laughs> prepping for yeah so I wasn't prepared yeah. like, no. to be that fast I just was in, a little bit in denial that it was I just yeah I feel like, like, I, was like I did all that prep which I know it did I know it did help <laughs> I know it, it really definitely did. did yeah but I did all that prep for an hour <laughs> <laughs> You wanted to really like enjoy it and yeah. just, like <laughs> labor bliss you know, when you're just like running around like crazy people. Like, and get husband, to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, and my husband knew too that I wanted a natural birth because I'd been emailing about how serious I was about it. He knew I hired a doula. He met the doula once before the the labor, and so he was kind of into it too. He, he was mm-hmm. like practicing all these poses he could help me with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember after he was born, he was like, "I didn't get to do anything." And I was like, well, you caught her. <laughs> you called 911 and you caught her. So yeah, you did. So you did. Pretty important. <laughs> yeah, he, he like didn't get to help and he was kind of excited about it, which was really sweet. Yeah. And I don't know, did you do like, um, like a birth playlist, like music and stuff? Um, I, I had like one on my app, like the gentle birth oh, app. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't get relaxing to do- music and yeah. I, you know, I didn't get to use any of that. My doula didn't make it. Which, yeah. <laughs> It's funny too, because I remember asking when I was hiring her, you know, I, I had like a, a list of questions. I, I interviewed a few doulas and I picked her and one was like, how many births have you missed? And she said, you know, you can't really plan for a precipitous birth. She said, I've missed one. Um, uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know that totally makes sense. But I was like, that would never happen to me. And <laughs> I raised her number to two. Sorry. <laughs> that's crazy so so then the ambulance came Mm -hmm. and then so then you did have to go to the hospital after all yeah which I'm glad because um I could not deliver the placenta for some reason so okay Miss Lauren I was holding her on the couch they 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 waited a few minutes actually to try to have me deliver the placenta first but I just Mm -hmm. 
I was having the contracted feel because you know there's that instant relief after they're born yeah but it's an amazing feeling it's like so amazing but then you know the contractions started they're kind of mild at first you know trying to get the placenta outside push during the contractions trying to get the placenta out but I was nervous to pull on the cord or anything in case it snapped like I yeah. <laughs> that's that would be bad yeah. so I was just trying to push it out myself but I could not get it out so they did switch me to the um the gurney and they mm-hmm. wheeled me out of my house all my neighbors were like what is going on but my oh husband my said, don't worry she just had a baby so <laughs> that was I was like half clothed that was interesting um so uh yeah we get into the ambulance and you know it's a 35 minute ride to the hospital yeah so my husband's in the back with me my in-laws stayed with my kids and my actually my sister-in-law managed to clean the whole couch which oh my gosh wow it. good job <laughs> I didn't know the cushions were washable but they are so um so yeah we're in the ambulance and this it's just getting more and more intense the contractions and it's starting to become very painful and at this point I'm like this isn't so much pain for a purpose anymore just get it out yeah so, seriously that was frustrating um and the you know the paramedics aren't trained to deliver a placenta so they're yeah. just sitting there which I don't really blame them but it was not fun to sit in a bumpy ambulance for 35 minutes oh my god like 35 minutes trying to deliver a placenta so yeah. we get to the hospital and I remember they wheel me into like I think the ER first and there's no midwife there and I'm still trying to push out the placenta but you know everyone's it's fun everyone's like congratulations you know <laughs> my house so that was fun but mostly I just remember thinking like get me to my midwife like right now yeah because yeah. at this point it was very uncomfortable very very uncomfortable like I had to hand the baby over to my daughter over to my husband because I was really focusing through these contractions again just for a placenta mm-hmm. so they uh, got upstairs to the labor and delivery um and my doula was there which was very helpful um and she was so happy to see me but the midwife almost immediately she just did some traction on the cord and you know pushed on my stomach and it just popped out and that oh my god like the most um, that was even more amazing relief than my daughter being born almost (laughs) because all the pain just immediately stopped so that was oh that's awesome that was really nice (laughs) so that was yeah I was very, that I was glad that my, I had my midwife and my doula for that. Um, and yeah. they, did talk to, they were a little bit nervous that I had retained some placenta because I had, it had been over an hour. So mm-hmm. she, I held my doula's hand and she did some deep breathing with me while they did some like very, very deep pressure on my stomach. That was not fun. Oh gosh, <laughs> uh, no. And she almost had to like reach up there and scrape it out. Oh my gosh very nervous but they didn't she didn't have to do that luckily she got a lot of stuff out (laughs) um so I'm really glad my doula was there for that because that was very intense and I didn't even have like a baby to look forward to at that point right right (laughs) um that was not fun but once that was done you know she she nursed the whole way in the ambulance she was perfect she did have quite a bit of bruising on her face because she was so quick um so did my set my middle child my daughter in the middle they both had such bruised faces because like it only took like two or three pushes so maybe she had have the face bruising but besides that they were perfect and um yeah I'm it was such a great birth oh my gosh it really does sound amazing I mean I mean wow (laughs) Not yeah. at all what you expected, but it no. all worked out well. It, healthy baby. Yeah, and I I had thought about doing a home birth, um, mm-hmm. but I was just I just wasn't quite 
ready to commit to a home birth, especially I wasn't even sure if my husband would be back yet. Yeah. Yeah. It was just too many moving pieces to really do a home birth, but um, that's why I chose the the birth center, but it's so cool. Cause I, I did kind of want a home birth and yeah. I getting one. And you got one. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to go to the hospital and you know, <laughs> yeah, I did, I did so, you know, but, yeah, exactly. And I will say, I know a lot of people like love home births because then you get to be home. Um, yeah. Which I wish sometimes that I had been able to just get the placenta out and I could have just told the paramedics like, no, I'm fine. I'll just stay home. Um, but at the same time I stayed, I think for two nights at the hospital, which I have two other kids, so it was kind of nice uh-huh. yeah. because I could just be me and Lainey, the baby, my baby, and my husband would go home at night and be with the kids, but I could just rest with nobody bugging me. And I think because I was a third time mother and they knew I had delivered her at home, like they didn't, the, the nurses and the doctors, they really hardly messed with us at all. They didn't come to check on us. Like, oh, wow. That's nursing nice. great. So honestly, I mean, it was just basically like a two night hotel stay by myself with some support. So it was for me, I actually really liked being in the hospital for these two nights to have that like alone time with her and that recovery and not needing to care for my other two. And just, I know I would have had help at home with my other two, but you know, I'm their mom. They want yeah, their mom. Of course. So, yes, I know. Um, <laughs> they walk right past dad, mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I actually did really appreciate those, those two nights yeah. at the hospital. They got the best of both worlds for you. I did, I did. <laughs> it was really ideal. So Wow, that's so cool. So what was your recovery like with your third? Oh, it was so much easier than the epidurals. I remember, you know, once they got the placenta out, like the pain was almost magically, it was just like gone. Like Mm -hmm. really didn't take much Tylenol with her. Um, I didn't have a huge headache after like a epidural headache, which was really nice. I was able to walk and go to the bathroom like 30 minutes after I got the placenta out. It was like, that was magical. (laughs) Um, so that was really nice. Just, it was just so much. I, I love being able to walk around after and care for her easier. Um, and yeah, not having the headache, not having that giant rash on my back was really nice. Um, so yeah, recovery was way better, like so much better. Do you have any advice for moms who are considering possibly having a med-free birth? Yeah. My main advice is don't just think, oh, I can do it. I mean, you can do it. A lot of it is mental. So preparation is so, so key. I Because I, I've had both. And I 100% know that all that prep helped me so much because it's such a mind game. Because I mean, you know, I've heard of these orgasmic births where people just feel no pain. But I mean, I know <laughs> that's not typical. Like it is that will be pain. But as long as you prep for it, it's so manageable. And it's honestly, so honest, I don't know, it sounds weird, but the pain makes it so much more empowering when you have your baby. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. So preparation is a big one. Yeah, totally. Um, I know when I was having my second, I talked to a friend who only had like natural hospital births. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try maybe to have a natural birth. Like I wanted to, but I was also like clearly scared. And she said, (laughs) you have to go into it thinking you're not going to get the epidural. You cannot, there's no maybe here. And, and it was because like you needed to prepare yourself, like, which I didn't get it at the time. And then after I had my third, I realized like, oh, I see what, I see what she means now. (laughs) Because of course I was like, I was so scared. And then I was like, all right, give me the epidural. I I don't, I can't do this. So yeah, like preparing yourself and going into it, like 
this is what I'm going to do. And yeah, and just doing it. <laughs> that is exactly like my following first through. And yeah. I, I was like, well, maybe I want to try natural birth, but if it doesn't work out, I'll definitely get yeah. an epidural. You yeah. Know, <laughs> you have that mindset. You're pretty much going to get, get an epidural. Yeah. Which is fine, but if that's not what you want, then don't do it. <laughs> you have to pretty much be set on, I want to try everything in my power possible to have a yes. med or like, you know, n- no intervention birth. Um, exactly. So, so yeah, exactly. all the prep really, really helped. And I'm so, so, so thankful that I did do all that prep because I would have had no say in the matter. I would have had a home mm-hmm. birth. <laughs> like, yeah. It would have been, no matter what, I would have not had a chance for an epidural. So being so prepared, you know, was so key. Cause I think I would have been very freaked out if I had yes. an epidural, um, yes. and didn't get one that would have been a little, I think traumatic, you know, yeah. scary. So yeah, I'm very no, glad. That's, yeah. That's totally understandable. You and, were, and, you were ready. Yeah. And one of the things the book, the national hospital book said is even if you want an epidural, like this book is really good to read because sometimes like me, you don't have time for an epidural. Sometimes they don't get to you quick enough sometimes the epidural doesn't take very well. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's good to have preparation for a natural birth, even if you do know you want drugs because you want to try to not get the epidural for as long as possible if you are planning on getting one. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think it's always good to prepare. I wish I had for my first because it took them so long. It took them two hours for me to get my epidural, which is why it was so scary for me for that first birth. So yeah, it's yeah. Always- because yeah no that that yeah because you never know what you're gonna get with birth so it's like preparing yourself for anything that can happen is yeah it's so true I love that so how can our listeners get in touch with you if they have any questions for you or yeah yeah I'm on Instagram Mm -hmm. um my handle is mrs mrs ashley normal spelling millar m-i-l-l-a-r Okay, cool. Um, reach out on there. Um, and then awesome. I also have my email if anybody wanted that too. I'll link it in the show notes. And then, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. It was well, a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was so, I, I listened to your podcast, like mostly yours during my whole um, mm-hmm. pregnancy. So I remember thinking like, I really hope this all works out. I'd love to share my story with you guys. Yeah. I love your podcast. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope that you are enjoying the podcast. And if you are, please leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate it. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Birth Naturally. And if you go on there, you can actually see some new merch we have. So we hope that you guys like those designs. And yeah, until next time.